Hello, I'm Jared. And I'm Dominic. And we're Electric No-No, and you're listening to the... Mixtape! With Sean DeTory. Sean DeTory. Yeah. Welcome to the mixtape here on Cairo Radio. Thanks for tuning in today. My name is Sean. This is a band called Gibraltar. Their song called Cold from their brand new record, Let's Get Beautiful. And I happen to have Gibraltar. Well, not exactly live in studio, but on location in Georgetown. I've got special correspondent Sean uh, down there with the band right now. So, you know, without any further ado, let's toss it down to special correspondent Sean in Georgetown. Sean, take it away. The mixtape is here on location at the Georgetown <laughs> Trailer Park Vintage Mall. I think that's, what, is that the official title? The Georgetown Vintage Trailer Park Mall? The Georgetown Mall? Trailer Park Mall. All right, thank you, Gwen. Hi. Hi, this is Gwen from Gibraltar. I'm also here with Mr. Aaron Starkey. Hey. And I've also got Holly here with me. Hi. And Nick. Yo. Yo, uh, which we just discovered that, or you were you were thinking DSW stands for, and I think this is true, the shoe warehouse, <laughs> is that what DSW stands for? Because that's where you just got your new shoes you're wearing today. Yes, I'm going to trademark it, so if, it's, if that's not it, it will be. Yes, yes. Well, I'm here, if I haven't said, with the band Gibraltar, also known on Facebook as Gibraltar the Band, I think. Was there yes. another Gibraltar out there, or is it... There I mean, is, actually. Other than the rock of Gibraltar? Yes, there's actually, if you go on Spotify, it's actually a little confusing. Well, there was a 70s band called Gibraltar, which, oh, really? which was long defunct. And so the idea, like, I was inspired by the band Beirut, because I was like, it's cool, it's a, it's a name of a place, it's one word. Yeah. It'd be awesome. Right. Pick Gibraltar. I didn't even think of the whole rock Conceit. I wish I had. I would have not named that. Uh, and then, as it turns out, like six months after I bought the domain name, another Gibraltar, the band, popped up. Really? So, like, there were other Gibraltars that they all occurred after ours. All the releases are after ours. Uh, and none of them are U.S. based. Okay. That's kind of a pain in the ass that you have to go to Gibraltar the band, right? Or do you guys not? Is well, that also like... trademark Gibraltar the mug. So... Oh, really? And the t-shirt. <laughs> and Gibraltar the t-shirt. Really? So, yeah. Yeah. So nobody can take those. Okay. We've at least got those locked down. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I think from, like, like, an SEO perspective, like, people literally just type in probably Gibraltar in Seattle. Right, yeah. and then they get the construction company, and then they're, <laughs> yeah, that's they're just really exciting. then they're disappointed for a half second, and they look one line down, and they find us. Yeah, but frankly, I think most people look through Facebook, and if you look on Facebook, like I mean, we're hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of likes above any other Gibraltar. Yeah. So it's it's fairly evident. Yeah, I no, think. it's it's pretty easy to, to find you guys. Um, I don't even know why we're deep diving into this. How to find Gibraltar online? I like it though, because it's kind of a you know I think it's you know an easily mistakable. Google search, yeah. you know, it brings up all kinds of things that aren't related to us as a band. But there's something kind of fun about that too. Gibraltar, the real estate broker, probably owes us some permission. I think. Mm -hmm. Maybe a little quid pro quo. Uh, so they did spell Gibraltar correctly. <laughs> That's true. That, like, Actually, the, okay, an a I took the 20 minutes to spell it right, and now I'm going to some band in Europe. Like, I yeah, like I, how everything is just like Gibraltar the something. Like, oh, there's Gibraltar the priest right over there. Yeah, you like know? that. Yeah. Well, you can't copyright that. Too. Yeah, you can't copyright a country name. Right. No. So like that was part of the. The, the not genius part of it. Too. <laughs> um, so you guys... You like own a potato, man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, McDonald's Lord. can. 
let's let's talk about briefly your first show four years ago. I believe it was at sunset in December on a Tuesday. Yes, I've done my research, and you were called uh, on the bill. You were called Pizza Night because it was it was Pizza Night. It was when the sunset had pizza. Oh, okay. So oh, literally, it was just like was it was just Pizza Night. Really? Yeah. Like a dark day, and so dark why era. did was this the lineup back then? And why did you call yourself Pizza Night? Were you expecting? I was I was reading you were expecting maybe it was just going to be a one off type of type of show or. Well, I had I never sang before. I'd only played guitar, okay. and um, I wasn't sure how it was going to go. Like, was I actually going to get up on stage and sing? Right. And if I did do that, was it going to be remotely enjoyable to do? And then would it be even more remotely enjoyable to listen to? Uh-huh. And so it was like I didn't want to give myself all of this weight to feel like I had to, you know, succeed at it. I just wanted to do it once. Right. And that was kind of the goal of Pizza Night. Okay. And so how did the show go? Were, were these three uh, other they folks there here with yet. you? No. We, they were um, They didn't know about it yet we because it was Pizza Night. You, you were? We were, actually. Okay. We had no idea. What those songs would be <laughs> songs four would years be, later. Yeah. But I was still there. in the room. Yeah. Okay. We're still in the, yeah, yeah but. probably six years old. So wow, yeah, you look really awkward. good for six thanks, years thanks, old. Is thanks. that weird to say? I don't know. <laughs> or you look really bad for six years. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's been a hard six years. <laughs> totally. It's been a hard. Six the band years. is like dog years, like every year. Yeah, right. Like seven years of your life. Yeah. You know. Um, well, and here you are now, four years on. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess everything went well during your pizza night phase. And um, how did you find the rest of these folks to play with, with you? I mean, uh, I I don't. I mean, <laughs> Nick we was, came galloping in on a unicorn. Actually, there really? was a unicorn there was involved. There was a unicorn involved. <laughs> okay, and we were like, "I am going to play bass for you." And Aaron's like, "Hello, hooray!" And then Holly's like, "I'm going to play the keys, hooray!" And then Nick comes along. That was just leftover. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, mean, I guess we need a drummer, so okay. <laughs> he was the he Nick was just like slapping yeah. in. Just... That was the Dudley Do right yeah. on the back of the horse. Like, we were riding on oh, his back. I guess we're here. I guess. <laughs> This is fantastic. There's so much great imagery right now that you guys are talking about. So the unicorn was involved. That's true. We shouldn't, we shouldn't lie about that. That is a true it, thing. It okay. Is, there was absolutely a unicorn involved. Uh, like, finding Nick was like, um, you know, I've never done online dating because I've been married for a long time. Uh-huh. But finding Nick was the closest to online dating because, uh-huh. like, he had posted a Craigslist ad. He was like, hey, I'm moving here. And I was reading it. I was like, yeah. This guy. This guy. <laughs> when when Aaron, fa- I remember when Aaron found Nick, it was like he had found his soulmate. Yeah. He was I like. I forwarded it to you. Yeah. yeah. He did. He was like, I can't. Like, this This guy is just. All these things were from the same. Like, we've lived in the same place. There's just all these things that were so serendipitous yeah. about it. Yeah. Aaron definitely swiped right. That's a good <laughs> <laughs> so romantic. Wow, just guys. from so Nick, you should feel very proud about how you describe yourself, I guess, online because this guy over here was just sort of like head over heels for you. Are you a really good writer of online profiles? I mean, I moved here from Chicago, and that's an ad city, so I guess I'm really good at selling myself and <laughs> under delivering. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> is there a photo involved? Wow. Uh, yeah, was there a photo? Just like the city. You had a website. You had a website set up with all of your photography and music stuff, and it was like, all right. Great, perfect. Is a real person, can confirm. Exactly. (laughs) Probably not a murderer. Gibraltar, I'm getting word from my producer that we need to go back to the studio and take a break. So let's just pause this interview right here. Again, I am at the Georgetown Trailer Park Mall, but let's kick it back to Sean uh, back at Cairo Studios. Thanks, Sean. Sean here back at Cairo Radio Studios. We're going to continue the conversation with Gibraltar. In Georgetown at the Trailer Park Mall, 
This is going really great so far. I think our new correspondent, Sean, has been doing a fantastic job. This is the mixtape on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM. We're going out with Gibraltar, a song called Cold. Three, two, one. This Hi, is America's dude, this band, is America's dude, band, York. Music group, and you're listening to the mixtape with Sean DeTore. Sean DeTore. Gibraltar on the mixtape. Let's get beautiful, the name of the song and the record. My name is Sean. Thanks for tuning in today. I've got the band on location in Georgetown. Let's check in with special correspondent Sean. Sean, where are you right now with the rock band Gibraltar? We're in Gwen's trailer here at the trailer park, Vintage Mall here in Georgetown. Um, are we taking away from your business right now? Should uh, you be outside trying to no, sell your no, stuff? No, it's fine. I don't need to sell myself. But if people do come in here, we might have to go outside for a minute. Okay, yeah. So just let me know if people do wander in. Okay, cool. Yeah, we can just step outside. Um, so describe what is this, what's the name of your shop and what are you selling? I see a lot of clothing, a lot of artwork. I see a yes. weird puppet or a weird stuffed creature with yes. maybe a penis nose and testicle muscles. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so I my 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 store is called uh, Lecker Life Clothing, and it's a Lecker is a Dutch phrase that means well, it's hard to translate, but it, it it's and they use it like cool, like okay. for everything. Or penis nose, or, or perhaps penis nose. No, they do not. But um, I sell mostly vintage clothes, and then some housewares. I have some gift items and then I have a rotating artist every month okay so my is friend that, Debbie is yeah. the first my first featured artist because uh, I just reopened my store here at the beginning of February yeah yeah well eventually we're going to take a walk around the, uh, the the trailer park wall here and uh, see what's going on but favorite pizza toppings just because you named your band or you know pizza night that one night that's why I have to ask you about favorite pizza toppings well, I mean, just to recount, though, how everybody got in the band. I don't oh, know, forget sure. That. No, I've, I can go on tangents okay, so cool. hard. So I, I, will, I, will, I will bring me back. Come back to pizza, though, because one of my favorites. <laughs> okay. So, yeah, um, I'm very strong in Holly's the co-founder of Rain City Rock Camp for Girls here oh, in Seattle. Cool, okay. And I had kind of tangentially gotten involved with the organization, and that's how we met, I think. Yeah. At the Comet, drinking. Uh, and it was just like, you know, it's hard. Piano players, there's lots of people that play keyboards, but there are very few people that really play piano. Okay. And like Holly really plays the piano. Now, what what's the difference there in your mind? Uh, I don't know. I play guitar. Oh, well, then I'll ask Holly. <laughs> but she could probably tell you. Holly, what is the difference between playing a keyboard versus the piano? Is it just the, the, the sheer size and, and chords and whatnot? Well, honestly, anybody can play the keyboard. You just push a keyboard key and it makes a sound and so it's it's there's a there's a lot of musicians who play other other instruments and you know they play keyboard on the side because it's a pretty easy thing to pick up um but there are fewer people who are like classically trained piano players who that is actually their instrument okay um and that's what they've sort of honed the craft at one of the things i love about gibraltar is i love just piano 
I love the sound of the piano. I love the feel of playing the piano. Um, you don't get a lot out of playing like an electric sense keyboard. There's just not a lot of like resonance or feel to it. Um, so it's fun in Gibraltar because I actually get to play straight piano mm -hmm. in an interesting, driving, um, kind of punk rock sort of way. Yeah. Um, and it's it's a blast. How did how, so then? How did you guys meet Gwen? Well, so it was the third Unicorn Rising. And, <laughs> of course, uh, it was. Um, Gwen had come up. We so you know, uh, our original bass player uh, Barb had been around for a long time, and then she kind of retired, like literally retired up to literally, literally retired up to a valley up north, and uh, we're like, okay. <laughs> Cool, you're retired. Um, and you know, we had talked with Gwen a little bit. Like, you kind of popped up in the mm -hmm. Facebook ether, and then it was like, let's, you know, let's call Gwen. Yeah. And like, she showed up and like, just rocked the hell out of tunes at a practice. Like, you showed up on a Friday. Yeah. I think it was Friday, Friday afternoon. Friday afternoon. Yeah. Um, and I just like, and I got together. Yeah. yeah. Just and just laid down, you know, just solid driving punk rock. Right. Jams underneath it. Punk rock jam. That's not so. I love that. Okay. That I just watched the Stooges uh, documentary, no, so I'm like this. running yeah. out of out of words to use. <laughs> Uh, so how long have you guys been together in this uh, in this formation with the four of you then? Because you have a new record year, out called Let's Get Beautiful, right. I believe. Yeah. Now that's all of you guys on that record? Correct. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, Jeff and Barb. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there's a couple Jeff songs. Barb. Jeff and Barb. Yeah. Right. Rainbow, F.U., and Cole. Yes. They're on, they are on the record. Yeah. Yeah. And so you guys have been together for about a year. In this, in this, in this lineup, lineup. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, unicorn three. Right. I'd say yeah, that's unicorn three. Yeah, arrived yeah. like yeah. cool. One year. Yeah, that's good. And Sounds good. Barboza. <laughs> I saw you guys at Barboza, <laughs> and you guys were fantastic. And and that was your album release show. I wonder, Aaron, um, was that a bit emotional for you? Because you know, four years earlier, you were on stage, not sure if how it was going to go as Pizza Night, and now you're releasing. Let's get beautiful. Um, what was that like for you four years later now? Uh, you know, I was so focused on the donuts and the coffee mugs <laughs> and uh, making sure that like the right people had their name on the list and stuff that yeah. I didn't really have a lot of reflection on it that night. Yeah. But kind of leading up to it, I did have a moment of like, huh, it, you know, um, I'd been reminded of something a voice teacher told me like almost 10 years ago was that like you, you don't have your hundredth show until like you play your first show mm -hmm. and it did feel like that it was like you know you you have to do things for the first time to get to the place that you think you want to get to right and it did feel like that evening was kind of a culmination of a lot at least for me personally yeah for that um, for that process I don't I actually I'm more interested to know what the three of these folks think than sure yeah me. What, what about you guys how did you guys feel well, uh, album release the album release show was one of the most satisfying shows I've ever played honestly like after we finished playing I don't think these guys saw me do this but I was just like yes I was like getting all my gear together and I was just like it just felt real. I've been playing music for a really long time and you know you rarely get those moments of just complete satisfaction right. after playing a show right. and I always kind of assess a good show by if the audience stays or not and I, I try not to think too much about it because then I start getting in my head but I'm and freaking out or whatever but I was like everyone's still here and everyone's super into it yeah. and the feedback afterwards was really incredible and yeah I'm super proud of what we've done that's sure. good yeah Did, would you say that you had your freeze frame moment at the end of the breakfast club Judd Nelson when he pumps his fist into the air was that you that night yeah that's kind of what I imagined when you were telling me like yes yes oh yeah I was just like yes yeah in the really dramatic age yeah. way yeah. yeah kind of but in secret <laughs> that's good <laughs> And what, for sure. what about you guys? How did you guys feel about this big moment? Uh, I mean, Gwen, you even said that night that like nobody got up to go get a drink. Like, yeah, not wow. that they yeah. just 
stepped out for a song to come back, but like they didn't actually abandon their post, which was pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it was, it was uh, probably my favorite jib show to date. Trying to cycle back through the ones in the year and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that's yeah. cool. I mean, I think that's kind of unprecedented if people are just sort of posted up and not really moving and getting a drink because drinks are good. Um, but apparently the band and the music were better than drinks that night, which that's that's pretty cool. And Holly, how did you it's feel? Not easy. Um, you know, it's 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 always interesting when you work so long and hard on an album and and you really love it. Mm-hmm. You know, you feel like it's the greatest thing you've ever put out and you're so excited to share it with other people. But you you don't know if other people are going to like it. You have no idea. Um, and so it's it's fun to actually be able to sort of play for people and be like, oh my God, people like this. People like us, you know? Yeah. And it's something I'm sure every single band, no matter how big they are, um, have to reassure themselves time after time, like, our music's actually pretty good. Right. I think people actually like us. Like, they come to our shows. They're having a great time. It's what keeps you. It's, it's what keeps you going, and what motivates you, and makes you want to sort of, you know, work towards the next thing. Right, Gibraltar. I'm getting word from my producer that we need to go back to the studio and take a break. So let's just pause this interview right here. Again, I am at the Georgetown Trailer Park Mall, but let's kick it back to Sean, uh, back at Cairo Studios. Right on. Thanks, Sean. You're doing a great job out there today with Gibraltar. Wish I could be there with you, but someone's got to hold down the fort here back uh, live in studio at Cairo Radio. Again, talking with Gibraltar. Going to go to break here with Let's Get Beautiful. We'll be back here on the mixtape with more Gibraltar, Cairo Radio, 97.3 FM. This is Ryan. And this is Cam. From Smokey. Bright. And you're listening to the mixtape with Sean. D. Tori Spelling. Songs for a Car. Gibraltar is the name of the band. And uh, my name is Sean here on Cairo Radio. Thanks for tuning in. If you've been listening, thank you so much. If you're just tuning in, you've been missing out on a party. We've got special correspondent Sean down in Georgetown at the Trailer Park Mall with the band. The rock band coming out of Seattle. Gibraltar. They kick so much ass. Anyway, that's enough blabber, blabber, blabber for me, man. Let's go check in with Sean down in, uh, in Georgetown. Yep, thanks, Sean. On location here, uh, as you just mentioned, at the Trailer Park Mall here in Georgetown, chatting with Gibraltar. Um, let's talk about your, your new album. And now, this isn't your first uh, This isn't your first album, right, Aaron? You've got a, a couple of EPs and another album? Or? See, the, first rec- the first Gibraltar record was kind of a... I mean, we, we kind of, like, thread the needle between is it an EP or is it a full length, uh-huh. you know? Um, I think the last record was an EP that was... It truly was four songs, but there's no, like, guidebook out there as far as I know that says sure. four songs is this, seven right. songs is this, eight songs we won't tell you what it is. You know, right, because like, Steely Dan has an album called Gaucho and there's I think seven songs on that and I believe that's considered an LP so I mean there really isn't any guideline. They probably made them as much money as Steely Dan. That's What's that? Oh man, no Steely Dan fans <laughs> oh, in this room? No. Oh man, am I the only one? Uh, I'm, I'm with you. You're I'm with, with you. me? Yeah, I think Nick's with us. FM? 
Uh, FM's great. Yeah. I've not seen that movie, though. I've not seen the movie FM. I, I, I gotta go. <laughs> yeah, the movie is called FM, and so that's the title track from the movie. Uh-oh, we were losing Gwen. So you don't want to cover Kid Charlemagne? You don't want to cover Kid Charlemagne? No. All right, we'll get off of the Steely Dan. We'll get back <laughs> we on Gibraltar. we talk about pizza, like pizza <laughs> toppings? Yes, let's get back to pizza. Uh, <laughs> I like pizza. I try not to eat it because then, like I said before, you get I'll, gassy. I'll, I'll, I'll get gassy. Not good. So, uh, favorite pizza toppings if you enjoy pizza, Aaron Starkey? Oh, I like pepperoni. Okay. Yeah. Just straight up pepperoni. I mean... It's it's context, right? Like like where am I at? Like, <laughs> oh my god! Well, you know what I mean. Like, like, like what it, city or yeah? Like is it late at night? Okay. Am I walking around? It, you know, am I eating pizza? You know, like after a show? Like what, what's the moment that I'm having the pizza? Okay, good question. Uh, you are. I'll give you two scenarios. <laughs> oh my god! What's true is I'll contextual. I mean, I can see that. I can. I'll give you two scenarios. Uh, one is uh, you're eating pizza after a show, and. Let's say a week later, you're waking up in the morning and you're having some cold pizza for breakfast. Mm-hmm. So first pizza after a show in the city of uh, Maryland. Maryland. Well, let's see. We'd be near our friend Ross. Oh, so oh, okay. yeah. uh, Ross would probably have hooked us up with some... some crabs there. They do have crabs. Yeah. Would, we, would we get like a, a lobster crab pizza? Maybe. Yeah. I think a safe bet for any after-show pizza is mm-hmm. something that maybe just has, like, cheese sauce and, like, some mushrooms or pepperoni. Okay. But I don't think you want Dale pineapple. Nope. Um, any sort of, like, fancy, like, thin meat, like um, prosciutto, I think is best the day of. Mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't want an olive oil crust pizza okay. the next day because that's just the crust gets really saturated. <laughs> that's no good. You don't want potatoes on it. Mm-hmm. Um, any time or... or no, no, no. Potatoes are great. But I'm talking... I mean, the, the post... Show day after cold pizza. Yeah, needs to have a fairly hearty crust. Okay, because uh, again, the whole it'll get cold and and nasty. So yeah. I think you want to stock pizza for that. That'd be my yeah. my thought. Wow, that's a pretty damn good breakdown of pizza. When and where to eat it, Aaron. Well, look, the, I mean, yeah, there's some deep emotions over here about pizza. Yeah, I'm going to move on to your okay. bandmates here. We'll go to Holly here first. So Holly, uh, favorite pizza topping or toppings? Sausage, jalapeno. Garlic. That's good. Well, what All kind, the time. What every kind of base? Time. Uh, just traditional, traditional tomato sauce. Okay. Mozzarella cheese base. Okay. On like a medium thick crust, not thin crust, not thick crust. Just like you know, straight up Domino's pizza. Oh, I am man. not picky. I will eat any pizza you give me. You know, I mean, Domino's is pretty good for being fast casual, if that's what it's called. I don't know. Fast I don't know if it's fast casual pizza. Has described no one ever of Domino's pizza. That's what they call me, I think. Fast casual. Fast casual. Here comes fast casual Sean. <laughs> oh, should we roll outside? Yes. Oh, okay. I think Gwen may have some potential customers. We We're go. taking up all the room. Okay, we're going to get a photo from Nick of the best pizza he's ever had, which is going to translate oh perfect for radio, but let's give it a shot. <laughs> uh, he's going to have to describe it in detail. This, this is a photo of a can of Yingling, uh, Yingling Lager and uh, a Jim's cheesesteak on South Street in Philadelphia Okay. with a slice of Lorenzo's cheese pizza. Is that one slice? That That's is, big. Is that two slices? It is two slices, but okay. they are pretty big themselves. Yeah. Uh, and then I wrapped it <laughs> inside itself. <laughs> Wait, or did you wrap the uh, Philly cheesesteak in the pizza? Yes. You do it horizontally, 
because if you try to put it all long ways like a hot dog roll, it's, yeah. it's going to get messy and mushy. So I, yeah, I wrapped the pizza horizontally around the cheesesteak, like South Street Sushi. Yeah. And top five things I've ever put in my mouth, period. <laughs> what are the other four? <laughs> It's for a different interview. <laughs> Save the, that for the next uh, Gibraltar presser. For, okay. we got to do something else. Yeah. That'll be Gibraltar after hours. Things in yes. our mouth. Things in our mouth with Gibraltar. <laughs> Aaron, uh, I think this is on your website, but it, was, it says that you created the band to seek out what you didn't know about yourself. Yeah, yeah. Um, what what does that what does that mean exactly? And have you sort of uh, discovered a bit more about who you are? I think I think I the the, the creative process that I'm most interested in <laughs> is um, you know at least within like the rock paradigm, like the, the rock the, the history of rock music. Well, there's a lot of like <laughs> understood tropes. There's a lot of self-referential stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, like things in the '80s are actually reacting against things that may have happened in the you '70s, or like, you know. <laughs> This this guitar tone is a reaction to this guitar tone, or like gated snare drums, or like just even in terms of like the technical aspect of things. And so, having a project where I was always trying to not um, is to be aware of the tradition of rock music, right? But also understand trying to find what I didn't know about it, okay. right? Because I've been around it a little bit, I've listened to a lot of it, and I'm I'm always trying to find the thing that I, I haven't played or I don't know, right? But not. Not as a um, as a negative reaction, but as like a positive exploration for myself. Because I think it's I think it'd be hard to argue that like you know any rock record with like bass and drums, guitar, piano, singing is going to be non-derivative. Like there's always elements of derivation. Right. But within that, for your own self, you can find your own new things. Try to yeah. find your own sort of original voice. Yeah. And like playing the unknown, like the vulnerability of not knowing how to do something, you know, I think has been, uh, like, you know, an ongoing process for the band, right? Like, I didn't know how to sing, you know, um, I don't know if, I don't think you had really played in such a loud, boisterous rock band before on piano, um, you know, I think we've all, you know, I don't I've never played drums before. Nick had never <laughs> played drums before, but, so his ad was partly, his you know, ad was really, partly a lie, partly, yeah. partly a charade. I think we're under attack. I think our plane's here, guys. Yeah. Should we, <laughs> we, need to, the we, need to, we need to get back to West Seattle. That's everyone coming in from the San Juan. Um, Holly, you were playing the, uh, the accordion there. Do you know how to play the accordion? Ironically, I, I do know how to play do the Do you want to give us a little bit of accordion on the microphone? Well, uh, it's a lot like playing the I piano, which is very different than playing keys. <laughs> say that, say that again. Accordion. It's a lot like playing <laughs> the it's piano. It's a box. I mean, Shut anyone up. can play the, key, the keys accordion, but the piano accordion. <laughs> Wow. I'm being know, serenaded by Holly. By a little play red play. Play death face. I feel like I'm in the I'm pretty subway sure in Paris. Paris. Actually, right? Yeah. Are you going to have some accordion on your next record and name your next record The Rock of Gibraltar? Yeah. Um, all of those things are going to happen. Um, it's all going accordion to plan. Oh, you're oh, a pun no. man. I love wordplay. No. Accordion to plan. That was, oh, that was pretty darn good. That was really good. I'd give you a dollar if you can put that into another joke in the next ten minutes. Oh, my God. That was really good. Let's. You guys want to just wander briefly Can around here? Yeah. Hula, hula hooping is fun. I once hula hooped for 45 minutes straight. I had nothing going on that day. Wow. Yeah. What kind of thing? It sounds like it was like, 
Yeah, Yeah, I was just standing in my living room and, uh, you know, just decided to do that. (laughs) Wow, that's pretty good, Holly. I'm going to try to talk to you while you're hooping and not get in your way. Uh, How do you feel at the moment while hooping? So awkward. (laughs) (laughs) This is really awkward. Um, Yeah, really awkward. This is really tiring, actually. Yeah, it's... My body doesn't normally move like this. I don't even want to make eye contact. And the fact that you're watching me is making me really crazy. You are gyrating so hard right now. It's so hard. Gibraltar, the band, the rock and roll band. I got to pause you again. We got to take a break. Head back to Sean in the studio at Cairo Radio. Sean? Thanks, Sean. Back here live, Cairo Radio. Uh, some of that audio is a bit questionable, uh, special correspondent, Sean. So we'll try to work on that during the break, see if we can clean some of that up. So, yeah, Songs for a Car, going to go out here to break with Gibraltar. We'll be right back here on the mixtape on Cairo Radio, 97.3 FM. Hey, it's Dick Rossetti, ex-semi-iconic, uh, almost legendary, take two. Hey, it's Dick Rossetti, ex-semi-iconic Seattle DJ uh, and uh, singer in bands that didn't go anywhere. Anyway, you're listening to the mixtape with Sean DeTore. I gave him his start in radio. Poor bastard. Cut. Mixtape, Gibraltar is the band who we've been chatting with this afternoon. This is a song called Zero Sum from their brand new album, Let's Get Beautiful. My name is Sean. Thank you so much for tuning in. So, uh, special correspondent Sean is down on location in Georgetown chatting with the band. We've been learning a lot, trying to fix the audio. Some of the audio quality has been a little bit... uh, I don't know, controversial? I guess controversial isn't the right word. Some of the audio quality has been poor. But I think it's been a pretty fascinating interview. These guys are coming out of Seattle, if you're just tuning in. And uh, if you've been listening, you realize that this band rocks and that you should go and, uh, and check these guys out and listen to their music. So without further ado, let's head on down. Uh, Sean, where are you at? What's going on down there in Georgetown? Thanks, Sean. Yeah, I'm here at the Georgetown Trailer Park Mall with rock band Gibraltar. Gwen, how would you describe this trailer park, this trailer park mall here? It's a little crazy. It's really fun. We all have our own little creative idea of what we should be selling. Yeah. So 
Um, it's a little eclectic. I have my stuff, and then there's some crazy pop art stuff over there, and then there's vintage, tons of vintage clothes. And yeah. these guys are closed today, but they have a ton of really cool antique furniture. Okay. Is this a pretty a close knit community? I was reading online yeah. that it is. Do you feel? Do you feel? That I way? think so. Absolutely. I think what's really cool about the community down here is they just want to kind of keep the old Seattle art yeah. music kind of scene going and in a really honest way, you know, not in this like contrived like we're artists and musicians, but just kind of. Just, we're just doing our thing down here. Yeah. I actually live in Ballard. I always call myself a Georgetown weekender. Okay. I like apparently live on the other side of the earth. I live in Ballard too. Oh, I'm good. on 65th. Where are you? Uh, well, I'm not going to tell you where I live. Okay. Damn <laughs> it. Usually that works. No, just kidding. <laughs> no, I live on the top of Golden Gardens. Okay. Yeah. No, because whenever I say or whenever I ask where does somebody live, it's always like we're. It's always just so close. Yeah, to... but Ballard's really funny because everyone's like, "Oh, you're my neighbor. You're on 65th and 15th," or like right. someone's like, "I'm on 32nd and whatever." Right. Like, but well, it's like, not it's not really. that close. It's just, it's a grid. It's like the only neighborhood in all of Seattle that's like based on a grid. Yeah. No, so you're we right. we all feel like, oh, we're so close to each other. Yeah, because when I do drive to someone's house that's on 73rd, I'm like, this is actually kind of like a little bit of a drive. It is kind of a drive. Yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah. Mr. Aaron Starkey, what is the website that people can go to if they want to check out your band, Gibraltar? Is it GibraltarTheBand.com? That's what it is, right? Okay. <laughs> I love that. All right, Gibraltar the band. Well, you know, no, I know, but I don't remember. Because <laughs> well, on Facebook, it's Gibraltar songs. I mean, the, you know, we should—it's uh, just so hard to name something and yeah. then have all of the URLs worked out at yeah. the time. And I screwed that up. I'm not looking at the rest of the band, specifically Holly, when I say that. <laughs> That's got to be hard, though, to manage all the social media and all the websites and everything and keep track of it. it Nick is the master of that. Nick is, okay. Nick is on top of that game. He's the youngest one, so he knows how to do the internet more. Oh my God. <laughs> he just like dead. It's only a number. He's also a supreme pun master. Um, you guys have a couple of shows coming up. You are playing Band in Seattle, I believe, on April 7th. That's right. And then uh, Upstream Music Fest in May. In May, right. We don't know exactly which day we're playing yet, but we're, we are super excited to be part of Upstream. Yeah. It's going to be fantastic. There's a lot of great bands. Great local Seattle bands. Yeah. Still more waves supposed to be nice. Still, yeah, more bands. I think every band in the city of Seattle will be playing. Yeah. That weekend is spontaneous. It seems like an eruption of Seattle bands. Yeah, it's the opposite of the the four minutes, 33 seconds piece. (laughs) Instead of of silence, it's just going to be four minutes and 33 seconds. It's a John Cage. Everybody does something. Um, So I I realize you guys just released your album, Let's Get Beautiful, but, I mean, what's next? Are you guys, is it always a constant working on next new material, or what's what's kind of the next step? Uh, I I mean, this record was an intentional, you know, push towards, putting all energies towards the release of the record, Um, and then kind of the next phase is we'll do a video for one of the songs. Okay. Um, And trying to have the the life cycle of this record be longer than just, like, the release show. Mm -hmm. Um, the writing process, for me at least, is always ongoing. And then the band, I think, kind of gets to the place where they're ready to, like, okay, we're done with those songs, let's let's tear apart and re-digest and make new things. Are you... Forward. Are Does you, that sound right? Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, totally. Yeah. We got beautiful. We did the thing. And <laughs> now we're going to get Yeah, now we're going to stay beautiful. Right? <laughs> Which, is, you know, it's kind of... It's, it's a different process than... Um, I think the band has had historically and I'm always curious to know how other bands do it where like I think larger bands really do go through this sort of like release like put out a record all the work that goes up to it and then there's like a rest period and right. there's kind of a regeneration to create more music right. which is different than I think like bands that are coming up or 
um, you know, still still working their stuff out where it's a constant, ongoing sort of thing. That kind of screws up your your cycle of releases, right? I think that's what... Like, I think go, it's interesting. Everyone does it differently. There's some bands, I swear, they put out like three or four albums a year. I don't understand how they have that stamina. And then... Uh, and then some people don't put stuff out for like two or three years. I think it's just... It depends. Everyone has their own yeah. way of approaching it, really. You can do the Wesley Willis thing where we record an album and once we're sold out of it, we don't press it again. We just make another one. Huh. And then we do like 25 albums. And then I die. <laughs> <laughs> one of us has to be Wesley. Right. Just don't headbutt me, please. <laughs> uh, well, Gibraltar, this has been really great. I really appreciate you coming out here on a mildly rainy day to the Vintage Trailer Park Mall here in Georgetown. And for uh, Gwen, again, what's the name of your shop here if people want to come, come by and see it? Come by. My store is called Lecker Life Clothing. And Georgetown Trailer Park Mall. Sweet. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, everyone, thank you so much. Thanks, thank for, you. Having Thanks for having us. Thank, thank you. you. <laughs> Again, I'm getting word from my producer. We need to go back to the studio and check in with Sean. Sean, take it away. Awesome. Thanks, Sean. Thank you, special correspondent Sean. You did a great job today with Gibraltar down there in uh, Georgetown. Fantastic interview. I think we uh, solved some of the audio problems, but not all of them. We'll work on it for the next for the next on-location interview. This is the mixtape. My name is Sean. We're going to go to break here with Gibraltar, a song from their new record, Let's Get Beautiful. It's called They're All Right Without You. The mixtape on Cairo Radio 97.3 FM.